Hey, my name's Sean Shaler. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's like... Chris, you can't be started right, sorry, right when the episode starts. You gotta you haven't done anything wrong yet. That's my friend Chris Ford, aka the Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter, semi-fame, regular fame. Uh, we upgraded to regular fame years years ago. And this is Avatar The Last Podcasters. Today we are we're filling in a, a story gap in the Avatar universe. We're gonna discuss our desired endings for Azula. And Chris, uh, unless uh, for, first and foremost, how you doing? How are you? Doing good, doing fine. I am me. Peek, peeking behind the curtain and, and asking you how you're doing. You know, after I asked you how you're doing ten minutes ago or whatever on the previous episode, will never feel not awkward to me. Peek, peek behind the production curtain. Chris, I've been I've been playing more. Uh, Oculus since uh since you came over. I'm getting better at the football game. Uh it's yeah. it's not good. It just it's it's got an addicting quality where you know A that you can do whatever that thing is better, right? Like it's got that one more try hook to it. And then it's not good. It does do a lot of things right, but there's also those things that it does wrong are that like fixable well, things that give you hope. Uh, I think is I like playing it more than I like playing Madden. Like I don't like playing. I'm not a big Madden person because I don't know. It's just I've just never been that into Madden. Uh, but I do like playing it more than Madden. But like the things I got to realize about that football game is that you are just a QB. That's all you are. You can't call. You can only you can only do what a QB does. You take the plays up from whoever the, the OC, and then you can audible, <laughs> and then uh, then you can. <laughs> you can run and, and, and scramble and, and stuff like that. First, so uh, I did used to like Madden and college football games up around, I'm going to say 2008, 2009, when things shifted to the PS3 and they started optimizing things for the PS3 and I was still kind of in PS2 mode. But things got a lot more complex, so that was kind of uh, cut mm. off. Like, 08 is a great football game. After that, I feel like it goes in. Uh, two is that, man, they should make it like... <clears throat> you remember how in, in NBA Jam, if you like created a character and you played over and over again, you got to like up your own stats. Like we need this yeah. to be like a quarterback RPG. Like you play, yes. you get yes. stronger arm, more accurate, like an arcade mode. Absolutely. And then we would be even more hooked, right? Like I got one more game, I'm gonna up my passing strength. I got one more game, I'm gonna, and then we would just never play anything else. But I would agree that I enjoyed this more than I have enjoyed a recent football game. And I like, I like football games plenty. So, come on, EA. And you like ping pong. Right. And you like ping pong, right? Ping pong was too real, almost. <laughs> <laughs> too, too real. Uh, and at first, I still wasn't good. But when I was over there, what I I was playing, and I didn't know you could adjust the eyes and Oculus. I figured there'd be like a binoculars, like a thing on top, and uh, and there wasn't. I was like, oh, you know, I'll probably my eyes will adjust. But it was like so blurry, and then you're like, "Oh, mm -hmm. you can push right. the eyes together," and you did that. It's like, so much easier to tell where my paddle is supposed to be when your eyes are in the right spot. Ping pong is the perfect, like, just entry quick VR game. It just works. Yeah. So, come on. It's, it's weird. Come on, EA, make us, uh, give us the NBA Jam of quarterbacking, and we'll. 
Everybody will love that. That is not like a Sean bias thing. Everybody would love that. Um, it was a good time, though. Chris, talk to us about Azula endings. Yes. So this whole conversation, there's been a lot of conversation recently about Azula and should she have a redemption arc, should she not? Um, and a lot of this is coming from she has a new book coming out. And the book is called Azula in the Spirit Temple. <clears throat> And so uh, the synopsis of the book is what is drawing a lot of interest from people. Chris, so, is it a book or a graphic novel? It's a, it's a comic book, sorry. Okay. It's just like one of those short comic books that, you know, like Suki alone, okay. Katara and the Pirates, whatever. Um, oh, yeah, I should, I should say this. I don't think we're getting anything from this book. I don't think this book is going to do anything to change the character of azula uh because it's, it's just gonna it's a pretty small comic but like not that much can happen in it nothing that we're um, about anyway. to say is going to be validated or invalidated by this book exactly yeah um but the synopsis is <clears throat> comic summary a brand new standalone comic story from the world of avatar the last airbender azula continues her destabilizing this destabilizing campaign against the fire nation and her brother, Fire Lord Zuko. But after a failed attack on her latest target, Azula finds herself in a mysterious forest temple inhabited by a solitary monk. Or is it something more mysterious? Azula must confront her past and finally face her chance at redemption. Written in consultation with Avatar Studios, the veteran team of Faith Aaron Hicks, Peter Wartman, and Adele Matara is back with a new story in the world of Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, so that's why, you know, just the sheer word redemption has everyone's nooks and crannies and has, has the people talking. So today, me and Sean decided to each give our desired ending for Azula or, you know, in pretty much the, the parameters around it was it could be a redemption arc. It could be a full-on villain arc. It could be a semi-redemption arc. It could be whatever we wanted, wherever we desire to see a story end. So, Sean, I will let you go first. Absolutely. So, I took big picture. Um, I don't know what level of detail you're going to approach this with. But, Chris, I I don't want... Azula is a, is a great villain. I don't want her to have a redemption arc because I want her to remain... The, like, just because I want her to remain a villain, I think she has good motive and good power to remain a villain in a, I keep thinking of a Batman Joker type relationship. Uh, I mean, you've got, you've got an avatar who's not going to kill her. Right. So there's almost always going to be some opportunity for escape other than, uh, other than energy banning. Like, okay, fine, whatever. But, but, well, I think Angus hesitant to energy bin, especially after events in, sorry, I'm interrupting, especially after some events in, uh, some of the comic books, like Katara tells him like, when you like taking away a person's bending is almost just as bad as killing a person. So I think Aang is very reluctant to take away anyone's bending. I'm I'm glad you interrupted with that because it's important to remember that I don't know anything about the comic books and that that kind of validates some of my thought process of you could really have a a tremendous Batman and Joker relationship for a long time here fueled by that she is so powerful and she's so young and adaptive. Right? It's not even like she's at her physical peak. Um, she's got a lot that she could to learn and grow. She could dig in her heels into kind of a, into more of a chaotic stance. Like, okay, the fire nation fell. 
but she still has supporters out there. She's going to have Fire Nation supporters. Mm. She probably military support to some degree would certainly be like, yeah, we yeah. hate Zuko. This sucks. And they could just go for more of a throw the world into chaos vibe, dig into their heels like a Priza here, but with like not as good of intentions. If you if you can follow that drift, okay, yeah. <clears throat> no, I do, yeah. And so that's like the immediate future. Is it's very easy to see some kind of coup that that gets her out and keeps her active, even if she's like an army without a country. Um, mm-hmm. but but she's she's so good and so so potent that I just see that evolving over time. You know, maybe Aang and Zuko take it down this time, but she is a type of villain that I just feel is good enough that she would adapt and she would go find the next thing. You could convince me that she could go back to like the Dai Li or like alliance with a different, like a different nation altogether and kind of a surprise, like, hey, we haven't heard from Azula for a while. Is she locked up? No. Oh, she suddenly turned up in the Earth Kingdom. And like, you could convince me that that they could do this for like literal decades. She could be, we've seen people live really long times in Avatar, in the yeah. Avatar universe. Uh, that not that she would, not that she would kill Aang, but like, can you see her? I'd have it like on on like the, I don't know somehow being related to like early chaos in Republic City, even you can you can see that and then somehow meeting her demise in there, but that my my biggest takeaway is just that I don't want her to have a redemption arc because I, a I do think she seems like the type who would dig her heels in further, and, and mm-hmm. she could get some kind of I'm gonna go D and D language and say that kind of. Uh, chaotic evil support like i don't have the country to fight for now i'm just trying to take down the world because the world is 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 bad and i want to just display a power um i don't know how i want it to end and i want to tie it to republic city somehow or other that her demise is somehow related to to early republic city or to just the early chaos of republic city I don't really want to redo canon, but like I want it to be tied to that somehow, so that like Aang's not the one that kill kills her, but she dies in some kind of a, some kind of a, what do you call that? Like a Mexican standoff, right? Like three people all pointing the guns at each other. I mean, they're. I mean, they they you know, they have. There's gangs in Republic City. That's so they they have some type of origin. That yeah. So maybe maybe one of the gangs is essentially her her kind of remnants of the last followers of an aging Azula who's still not that old for the record like 60 year old Azula is probably still very potent Azula and so that's how I would want her to meet her end is sort of by other like other violence like by the next villains by Cone's people you know something to that degree but at the end of just a constant back and forth um gets captured and escapes or manages to escape Aang at the last moment regroups new home, new plot, new evil. Mm. Uh, that's just mad respect for, for her style really is what it is. No, I really like a lot of, a lot of uh, places together. I'm not on mute. Am I? Um, no, you got it. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just scared for some reason. Uh, uh, I was, I was, I'm really, I was really looking forward to this uh, conversation. Uh, you went a lot of good places there, Sean. This might be your your best like I don't know thought process writing. I think that, uh, I just watched Super Pet say, yesterday, like, and I've been thinking about Batman a lot. So Super Pets inspired me. 
Maybe I'm so uh, enticed by the, uh, you know, you. I feel like you, you, maybe you're trying to manipulate me, but you said Batman Joker, and so you immediately, you had me a Batman and Joker. Mostly uh, that just came from the idea that you've got this villain that, like, that that the that the hero can't can't get rid of permanently. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That that's I mean, like, it's well, kind like of... Heath Ledger, like you know, you think about what Heath Ledger says, Joker says at the end of the Dark Knight, like. <laughs> So this is what happens when an immovable object meets an unstoppable force. And he also goes on to say, like, I think me and you are destined to do this forever. And Batman says, you'll be in a pallet jail cell forever. And he's like, maybe we can share one. And like that that kind of ideal of these, these two entities of Zuko and Azula just can't ever get over each other and they can't ever stop one another and it's just a lifelong battle between good and evil zuko will never truly be the head honcho for the entire fire nation as long as azula is alive or whatever Mm. uh i i didn't want it to influence it too much but then that was also like i might have let the batman joker influence like my direction Mm -hmm. a little too much because but but just the idea that azula could exist as sort of a purely chaotic entity feels plausible. Like you could probably craft a, a, a smoother narrative for her, but for her to just become a, an agent of chaos feels believable to me. So I mean, that's she's definitely just her and her and uh, a couple of things in the comic book. She becomes a little bit more chaotic. I want to say a little bit more unhinged. Although she does at a point get get more get less like crazy than she wasn't in the series but she's still oh, kind of shifty but this is a really cool panel where she's like in a straitjacket right and like she's she's stuck in a straitjacket and she leaps towards zuko and and uh and uh ty lee's there as a as a kish warrior and ty lee uh you know she she blocks her so she can't do anything and then out of nowhere, Azula unleashes an arm and like zaps towards Zuko, because Azula's like, "Oh, Tylee, I've been cheap out to you by you once, and I figured out like I purposely manipulated you to cheap block me so that my arms would go limb and I could get out of the stray jacket inside Zuko." Like, it's such a a uh, uh, such a kind of comic booky kind of chest kind of deal going, and it's, and it's very. Uh, I think she needs those those like super turbulent years to like I don't think she can come sort of completely unhinged like an army or whatever you know loyal fire nation people would have to Mm -hmm. still see her as like a viable leader so I think she needs these kind of turbulent chaotic but like privately insane Mm. and and years Mm -hmm. and then somehow kind of controlling that or overcoming that to some degree and, and channeling that into into chaos um so even that kind of fits okay. Yeah. I don't know. I like where we went. I, I like that we did this very separately because we went in in a, in a weird way. I am like with you sixty percent. I went a much different route. Um, Let me. So have I, it. I agree. I we agree that she'll continue trying to destabilize the Fire Nation, and she will probably she'll you know keep building support. So probably in my head, she's been trying these kind of small things, right? Just to continue being a nuisance to Zuko, kind of keeping him off his game. 
but she's actually building a bigger plan. And in my story, it will take, it'll, for some reason I thought about this, it'll be a novel. It'll be, Azula will have her own novel. Because I don't think, I mean, sure, there's an, I don't think there's, I don't think Azula could have her own movie unless it was like a Zuko Azula movie, but she could definitely have a novel. Uh, and this novel would take place five years in the future. So five years after the comic. So right now in the comic books, Azula is like, she was, she's like 17 right now in the comics. Um, right. Yeah. Cause comics are current place. Comic books about three years after the end of the series. Uh, so then five years after that, she is like 22. Uh, and she's, she's, you know, gathering, she's trying to gather an army. So she's got support from the Fire Nation, gathering support from like Dai Li agents. She's gathering support from <clears throat> from the Fire Nation uh, colonies and the Earth Kingdom. And some of those people are actually Earth Kingdom citizens, right? But also within that army, she's putting together an elite group of benders. Uh, or not, not just a bender, but just an elite group of, of fighters. Um, you know, there will be one Yuyan archer who's, you know, the best of the best. Um, Money mercenaries, right? Like the easy, like motivated by, by money. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't want to make this too much other red Lotus, <laughs> but, uh, but she also have a, a, an earthbender who can lava bend. So that, that more lava benders, I think would be cool just to introduce that earlier in the universe in, in Legend Core. Um, so my my little tagline of the story is, like, if, if I was to write my own you know, synopsis, is Azula, still on the loose, forms a small army led by elite group to retake the Fire Nation. She's been meticulously planning this attack for five years, but she didn't plan on falling in love. All right, so that's the, I'm, I'm misleading here. The, the falling love is misleading, right? So she does find that Earthbender Lava Bender. <laughs> and so I was just thinking of the John Mulaney joke where it's like, I know, right? That's, where, that's, that's exactly where I was. <laughs> this summer love is spelled with two eyes. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I thought, oh, I got to cough. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh, hey, there we go. <laughs> but no, I had the same thought. <laughs> um, so anyway, so in this whole planning and stuff, uh, she finds an earthbender. Don't know what his <laughs> name is, but he's also a lava bender because it's, well, he's half Fire Nation, half Earth Kingdom, but that doesn't make him a lava bender. The thing is, I would hate this because it will put more proof to the fact, proof that lava benders have split heritage even though that's not why like Bolin can lava bend um but if I if I had another person like that then people would just be like oh well if you want to be a lava bender you have to have a firebender parent and uh, maybe you could use this to disprove that specifically because somebody could ask and be like oh so you're you know your parents were fire and earth and that's no, why you're lava makes... and he can just be like no I'm an earthbender but it makes in the, the context of this story it makes more sense that like his mother would be a firebender because she would his mother would have instilled into him like the fire nation 
was like trying to you know rule the world like she would have sent him a rich history of the fire nation we can just like but maybe his, his bending comes his lava bending comes from earth bending movements well, yeah it does and right so that's yeah. what he's like no i'm well, an earth bender so like feel the fire pun intended but then you you just use this to chop that theory people, down say no he's an earthbender um, it's just a coincidence yeah, I mean, it was, people would still of course they like, would oh you have to have people would bending, still you know. say it I still, they'd still say I it i still need it <clears throat> i still need it though for the story because it supports the story that he has split heritage um john anyway. Mulaney likes bulls so, question mark they'd say <laughs> it so azula and this Fire Nation. Uh, sorry, I need to give him a name. I'm gonna call him Rozukin because <laughs> it yeah, wasn't Rozukin, used yeah. for for Zeta. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, Rozukin uh, is uh, <laughs> John, Rozukin is the because, John. The wait, 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 John wait, Doe of no, Fire Nation. Ro- Rozukin is attracted to Azula. Coincidence, his mother was also a fiery Fire Nation. Uh, <laughs> conversation from the last episode. Perfect. About me. Uh, anyway. Fantastic. I so, can't. Hold well, on, I got one more. This is going to become a movie, and WB is going to put it out under the DC label, and they're going to call it Azula Side Squad. <laughs> Azula side. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> that's good. Um, anyway, so, Razukin and them, and Razukin and Azula don't fall in love, but it's probably the closest thing to love that Azula could even uh, grasp the concept of. But I want to make that clear. Azula does not love him. But, you know, 22, things happen anyway. So they, they you know, they have this they, they hook up, is what I'm trying to say. But Zula doesn't love him. Anyway, they have this plan that Zula's been meticulously planning, because Zula is like one of the greatest strategists, right? She's been doing all these side things to mess with Zuko and stuff. She's got a lot of time on sports. her hands before this. <laughs> a lot of time. This is five years. This is a plan five years in the making. Give her five years, she can come up with a plan to over t- to, to form a coup or something. And, it, and like you said, it is around Republic City because Zuko's probably spending a lot of time in Republic City. That is almost their monument to ending the war, to defeating the Fire Nation. Of course, she is going to destroy that. And also, it will draw Zuko to her so that she can take out Zuko. Um, so she, she has this five-year plan built. I don't have the, the intricacies of the plan, but just know it's a foolproof plan. And probably some... She'll, she'll figure it out. Yes. But part of that plan, step whatever of that plan, is that they get into a fight with Team Avatar, right? Months, a couple months uh, after Azula hooks up with Rozuka. <clears throat> right, they're in a fight with Team Avatar and stuff. And Toph is there. Toph is fighting Azula. And Toph is like, wait, what is that? And Toph, like, Aang is about, like, Aang's going Avatar State, right? He's like, I'm ending this, Azula. And, and like, he's about to, like, attack Azula. And Toph is like, Aang, stop! Don't! And then, like, right before Aang attacks Azula, Toph yells out, she's pregnant! 
right? Because Toph can hear the other heartbeat in Azua. Uh, I stole that from... Uh, there's a really great scene in in Justice comic book where Superman wakes up and he's like with Lois and he's like, Lois, you're pregnant. She's like, what do you mean I'm pregnant? She's like, Lois, I hear two heartbeats in you. Uh, and you're going to tell her like alert, that, you... Clark? Come on, man. <laughs> Yeah. Spoiler alert, Lois dies <laughs> with the child. Very tragic. Superman then turns evil and takes over the whole world. Um, <clears throat> because, and also, speaking of Joker, the Joker, so I, I think I've told you about this comic before. Great story. Uh, the Joker is like tired of keep getting beat by Batman. And so he's like, I'm going to go F with Superman. So then he kidnaps Lois Lane. Give Superman the location somehow, or he makes sure Superman knows the location. Superman dives into this room. There's scarecrow fear toxin everywhere, laced with kryptonite. Superman then sees Doomsday. He's like, oh, so this is your plan. And he takes Doomsday up to space. And as he gets to space, the scarecrow toxin is weighing off of him. And he looks, he's in space. And he, he's like, oh, crap. And it's Lois. He accidentally kills Lois, his his wife, who was pregnant with. That's messed the, up. Like the last, very messed up. And also, Lois's heart happens to be connected to some type of bomb, and the bomb, and once her heart stops beating, the bomb destroys all of Metropolis, and the Joker just laughs at it all. <clears throat> and then, uh, and and then like Batman is like interrogating the Joker, and Joker, and Batman's like, why, why did you? Uh, do this like it's always been between me and you he's like Batman always lose against you I decided I want to play this game on easy mode for once <laughs> like, one thing that's so messed up that's like Batman is like so hard for the Joker that fighting Superman is on easy mode for him well but Joker yeah. the super Joker is such a bad matchup for Superman yeah and uh, and there's a great uh, another great scene where you know in that same interrogation, Joker's like, terrible things happen to you and me to make us who we are. Like we were just men. What do you think? What What do you think this is going to turn Superman into? And Batman's like, he's going to be the same honorable man I know him to be. And then boom, right there, Superman crashes through and punches the Joker, punches his arm through the Joker, killing the Joker. And after that point, Superman is like, I tried to do things right. And then he goes into a tyrannical tyrant and badmass somehow. And then, anyway, all chaos. <laughs> Back to this story that I'm not done telling. With Which is, so, I mean, that's a good tie-in for an Azula playing, though. Yeah. Uh, so, Azula, <clears throat> they're all shocked. Toph says to everyone that Azula's pregnant. And in this whole shocking stuff, Ang stops that, which I say, and one thing Angus like almost you know mad at himself because he almost attacked Azula, and thus, even though he wouldn't have killed Azula, he probably would have killed Azula's unborn child. So Ang goes through some type of dark with that through matching his power with the Avatar State and stuff like that. That's far from important. Um, but Azula and her gang gets away. Azula is now like. She's so confused by having by being pregnant. Like it's not and she starts thinking about the future and everything. She starts 
But then, like, she still has to plan, though. She's like, so this is the part where I said she didn't plan on falling in love. The love part was her unborn child. Uh, so anyway, they still want to go through the plan. And uh, and the plan involves chaos, if you will. Like, the whole throwing the whole world into chaos. And uh, Rozukin still wants to go through with the plan. And they, they are still planning to go through with it. But Zula's tormented with it. Because Zula's like, do... What do I weigh more, like, making the world in the way that I want it to be or leaving a world that my unborn child could live in? Because I can't live in a world of chaos. So she has to tackle between those two things. Uh, by the end of it, she, you know, they get into another big battle with Team Avatar and stuff. Things go exactly to Zula's plan. And then there's a certain crossroads where Zula decides to betray Lazukin and ends up uh, helping to try to defeat him. And and she gives up her plans of chaos. Not that she, Azula comes to terms that she doesn't need all the power in the world, right? She doesn't need to be the one in charge, um, but also that she is not capable enough to take care of this child. And this child, she gives to Zuko and Zuko adopts it because Azula knows that Azula used to be so proud. Like, she would be too proud to admit that she needs help of someone else to take care of her own responsibilities. But she, at this point, she would have gone through this character arc of realizing that power and stuff isn't everything. Um, so she wouldn't turn into a full redemption arc. But I think she, after this point, she would go back into, uh, into asylum, get the help that she needs to fully recover. And I don't think she will commit to anything. I don't think she'll be a hero. I don't think she'll be a villain. I think she will reconcile herself to just being person. And that is something that Azula has never allowed herself to be. Like she always looked down at people with no power and things. But now Azula realizes that the world is bigger than her, that the future is bigger than her. And she loves uh, her daughter, Izumi, so much that she's willing to give uh, that up to Zuko. Who she entrusts with uh, with her life, so that's how my Azula story would end, non triumphantly, non in any sort of way, good or bad. But she regales herself to a life of normalcy and admitting that she needs help. So our flashpoint for Azula, with our next what if chat, is uh, she's going through her Zuko-like metamorphosis at some time, at some point. Uh, you know, pregnant mom. And our flashpoint is that somehow in your story, the baby lives and she tries to become more responsible. And then mine, it gets real dark and oh, somehow or other, the baby dies. And then that pushes her. So when, Z- you know, Zuko goes through his painful metamorphosis and eventually, you know, eventually he comes out on the other side, good and whatnot. But Azula, like, no, she's like trying to metamorphose into this better creature or at least this apathetic creature. And then her baby dies and she goes, John Wick on the world the whole world chris that's a little too dark too dark (laughs) chris you almost had ang kill a baby (laughs) ang and mine's too dark it could have died from from any number of reasons and then azula comes out with with john wick finger lightning guns and just starts blasting and that's listen Everybody's going to ask for a rated R Azula movie. You said you didn't want an Azula movie. I want a rated R Azula movie now. 
<laughs> Just kidding. I don't want that. Uh, but <laughs> but I can for a see puppy to, kill, to get killed or something. Not <laughs> just a dog, not a person. No, uh, don't read anything into what I just said in any direction. Chris, I can see though how we have similar structures that do at a certain point. You, you know, they really are similar up to a certain point where you, we we do no. break off and yours maybe not redemption, but what it, what did you say? You described it very nicely as a oh god uh, non gratifying, non violent, and then in mine yeah. she non 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 triumphant. It's a quiet non triumphant, yeah, and then. Mine, she goes the other direction. I like that because either way, we get more Azula in reality, and as a as we do get more villain Azula in reality. It's just whether or not you want to see that cut off a little early, or if you just want to see her battle Aang until the end of time, aka another forty five years, <laughs> the end of their times. I'm good with either one. Hey, I am too. Chris, well constructed. Good idea. Good thought process. I would love it if... I, w- I would love to know what other people think down in the chat. Especially if you have... Give me... If you have good redemption, since neither of us went the true redemption, if you have really good redemption thoughts of, yeah, like, what, where's yeah. the motive? How does it happen? What does it look like? Uh, give us that, especially. But give us all your thoughts. We'd love to hear what your takes on this would be. How should Azula end where when how what state is she in let us know down in the comments and click any other buttons down there that you're willing to sub buttons likes comments ratings whatever you're willing to share with us we're very grateful yeah we're extremely grateful that you're here listening or watching what in in the first place chris if you don't have any other final thoughts my name's sean no my name's sean taylor that's the artist currently known as chris ford aka the objective geek of youtube and twitter and this has been avatar the last podcasters we'll talk to you next time i was trying to, i almost said happy valentine's day but that was last week happy late february happy day happy day oh happy day oh happy, oh, day. happy day is that sister act two oh, right where they day. i mean i know it's oh, not yeah. literally it's from but you're thinking of sister act two of course. Yeah, yes. okay. Yeah. We talked about... Anyways, <laughs> we talked about Sister Act 2 before on episode. Don't know what, great, great it. movies. All right, we'll see you guys next time. Have a great week. Jesus I really wish I had the motivation to go sub out the closeout music with that song. Watch my scenes. People like halfway asleep by the end of the episode, they hear this, they're like, what? <laughs>